It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Manchester Football Social Full-Time Devils Takeover yeah. We're back This is the Full-Time Devils Fan phoning on XS Manchester And Full-Time Devils Make sure you're tuning in On your radio And on your YouTube Today we've got an action-packed show And my co-hostess with the mostest Joe is in the house As is Uncle Webby Who's not really my uncle For some of you guys That asked last week <laughs> Today We are talking Romelu Lukaku We are talking VAR Because it's been confirmed That we'll have it In the Premier League Next season And of course Wayne Rooney That's in today's show Joe How can they get involved? It's very simple We need to get your calls in Nice and early 0345 treble 1 7625 Come and give us a call you got to get your calls in early Because we try and get as many of you On the show as possible The number if you watch on YouTube Will be along your screens But if you're listening 0345 treble 1 7625 do you know I still haven't memorised that number yet? You should do it. You I should do it. That's your homework for next week. Three, four, five, triple one, seven, six, six two, two, five. five. Smashed it. I did it. And our I first caller's coming in already. Yeah, remember, because you guys are the special guests today. When we haven't got a special guest, you're the special guest. Exactly. You guys at home. Um, Webby, quiet over there, which is understandable given the week. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about last Sunday, you know. <laughs> We, we spoke about it, and we, let's have it right, lads. We all give our predictions. I went 2-2. Two, two. But we're, we're a million miles behind them. You know, you're, you're looking at the game there, and and I don't even think... I think City had another gear, to be honest. I think the wrong team was picked. Mm-hmm. You know, a uh, million miles behind them. Until that gets sorted, the gap's going to get bigger and bigger. Why are we a million miles behind them? Is it the manager? Is I it think it's a club in old. Is the, it the old full lot of it, mate? The full lot of it is, is a million miles behind there because we're looking at our problems, yeah? We don't address them and make them better. They did. Got stronger again in the summer. We never. Now, it's obviously didn't back the manager with the money. So we're always going to be behind them even more. And you look at it, I think 3-1 flatters us, you know, and I think, obviously, when we get the penalty, we're back in the game. We had one shot on target, the penalty. Mm. So you that know, is, that is d- everything d- that's wrong with... You know, and I, I, was, I was listening to that, those two clowns... Uh, Andy Gray and his psychic. And he was right in what he said, you know, that Richard Keyes, he said, obviously I'm not a United fan, but I've been brought up watching United through growing up. 
two flying wingers under any manager they had. You <laughs> know, under Sir Matt. I think... I think... And attacking football, Adam, it's, it's not there. Because I thought we could get at City, you know, mm. in the right places, the way their fullbacks push on, but we never. With the whole flying wingers thing, I totally understand it. Um, and I know that's what we want to see, but I don't even think it's a case of, oh, you should just have two flying... I think it's the mentality and the attitude that the team takes out onto the pitch. And I felt we're just set up in a way that when we go up against these bigger teams... We're playing mentally like we are inferior to yeah. them. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to be proactive. We're being reactive. And I don't think that suits Manchester United mm. or the large majority of our players. And it's frustrating to watch. It kind of feels like you're watching players that have their hands tied behind their backs. You know, you, you look at the last 15, 20 minutes at Juventus. Uh, Matter comes on. We start looking a bit more like a football team. And then he's on the bench on Sunday. Mm. You know, when it, it's, it hurts you to see that. Because he's one player, with Paul being out, who can open up defences, and the man's on the bench. What do you think his game plan was, Mourinho, from get-go? What do you think he wanted on, on to Sunday, do? On Sunday, not get beat. Just not get beat. I mean, not, not he was set up defensively right to not get beat. Yeah, but if you look at it, Joe, stupid goal to give away at first, the first goal, you know, it's, mm. it's poor defending. People <clears> are asleep. But then again, some of our defenders aren't good enough to play for our club. But yeah. he's got to play for him because he, he doesn't fancy certain other ones. Mm -hmm. Rojo's fit. Now, for me, he's got to play. He doesn't fancy him now for mm. some reason. I don't know what he's done wrong. There's rumours linking Bay and Rojo with January. Well, wasn't that his first choice for the year he won the Europa League in the League mm. Cup? There was his first choice and an half. You know, it, it makes me laugh, you know, because... I think that Rojo's good enough to play for us as a centre-back. And I think we say that we tried to play against City and you could say we tried to be defensive or counter-attacking or try and spoil <coughs> and then play. And I can totally know and understand why you play that way against Manchester City at the Etihad. But I'm, I'm not as experienced and I don't know half as much as Jose Mourinho and I won't pretend to. But what I do know is that going up against Manchester City... With Matic and Fellaini in your midfield, I can understand one of them, but yeah. two of them, it's so slow and you're coming up against a team that is so quick and it just doesn't make sense to me to do that. And what I don't get is if you're the manager and you're looking from at your team, right, you're going in the Manchester Derby, you know how important this is and you're not seeing the plays that you've personally selected to go onto this pitch and be one of the biggest games of the year and you see them giving 50%, 40% and not really trying, not getting back, not tracking. I don't think so. Why aren't they why going aren't out there thinking I'm going to give? 50 so why is he choosing them? I think it's just that. Well, Matic, the way Matic we are playing, No, but if Matic gets dropped, I don't think Matic is a bad player. I criticise him a lot recently because his performance warranted. But I don't think he's a bad player. I just think he's being overplayed and he's being played when he's performing badly. Mm. If he gets dropped, the next game he's not going to be as bad as he was because he's going to be thinking. I'm being held accountable for my poor performances and I think there's far too many players in this team that get away with poor performances week in, week out. Chris Morning, mm -hmm. you're looking at Antonio Valencia. Ashley Young, although this season Ashley Young's been a little bit better. You look at Nemanja Matic, Romelu Lukaku and that is right down the spine of our team. So you look at the spine of our team and it's almost as if you guys can have a free hit at just 
performing badly and it's, it's poor to see. Anyway, we're going to get through to some calls. calls right now. We've got Asif waiting on the line. He wants to talk about Romelu Lukaku. Now, remember today, you guys need to give us your calls. We are talking Romelu Lukaku. Belgium this week tweeted that he has a hamstring injury. We want your calls. I'm video assistant refereeing as well. And Rooney's 120th England cap. Where does he lie in the greats um, for England, for club and country? First things first, though, Asif, who's talking Lukaku. Hello, mate. All right, guys, how you doing? Very well, boss. I uh, just want to give the uh, people who are listening, if you want to get in touch, 0345 It's a busy, busy show, uh, but we want to make sure we get you on. And Asif is our first caller today, mate. So, you're through to full-time devils. What do you want to say? I just wanted to say that uh, I think United are going to struggle as long as Lukaku's the main number nine. Okay. He's, not an elite level, he's not an elite level striker. He's a good player. I'm not saying he's rubbish. He's good, but he's not that elite level player that you need up front where if you're struggling throughout the game, you might not have many chances. One chance falls to a player. He's not the striker that you want on the end of the ball. So is that a big target for you in January, a, a new striker? Yeah, I think, I think Mourinho knows deep down he's made a mistake, but he's spent so much on him, and plus he's one of his... You know, players in his group who you think like Matic, Fellaini, you know, who are with him. So he can't really drop him that much. And I think he, that's a big problem because when we played Sanchez up front with Martial and Rashford, we were more fluid, we were playing better football. So I think that's like a big issue with so Manchester United. What do you, where do you see Lukaku? Is he a, on the bench option? I don't think he'd accept that. Because he's, he's, he's been like all over, he's been to Everton, West Brom, he's come to a stage now where he wants to be playing first team football for a top club, but unfortunately... Asif, do you think we'll sell him then in the near future? I think he'd get sold if Mourinho weren't the manager, but I don't think Mourinho would sell him. So and you think if we, if we were to replace Jose, Lukaku could be one of those that makes way? Yeah, we need a killer up front, we need a Van Nistelrooy. We need to, he's not in a, like Scholzhaar, Van Nistelrooy, a player that, Harry Kane, I don't know why we didn't go for him seasons ago, it was so obvious to everyone that he had such big potential to be one of the best in the world and he's a killer, that's what we need up front. Mourinho had Drogba at Chelsea who were putting chances away, like wherever he's been, he's had killers, like players that could put the ball in the back of the net. Lukaku's a good player, but he's not to that level. He's not elite level. And thank you, Asif. For you. Oh, sorry, mate. Thank you for your call, Asif. I, I, mean, I agree with him to an extent because I think the thing with Jose Mourinho is he's playing one style of football to Lukaku. We're not really... Like, everything seems to... I know when you look at Lukaku, you think big number nine target man. He's not a target man. He needs the ball in behind. He needs the ball in space. He needs the ball where he can get running and shoulder to shoulder with defenders. And I just think, you look at Romelu Lukaku at Belgium level, he's got, well, he had Thierry Henry in his ear mm -hmm. speaking to him. He had, he was getting coached. He had obviously players that were playing to his strengths. And I don't think he has that at United. I think Jose Mourinho very much gives responsibility to players to do what they need to on the pitch in yep. attacking areas. And I think that doesn't help us at times. I think at times that can be very helpful. But I think some players need guidance and need instruction. Trevor, what do you mean by the fact that he said if another manager came in, Lukaku might, you know, have the chop, get the chop, not have the chop, get it's the foreskin. chop. It's <laughs> No. <laughs> it, it, it depends, you know. It's only, it's only in the last few weeks, obviously, he's been absolutely hammered. 
uh, by the press and by certain no, United fans before player, that. Yeah. If you look at his time at Everton, he was playing with a gentleman, Manalis, who was putting balls in over to him. He was beating a man, playing to his strengths. Adam, spot on, we're not using his strengths. We know what his strengths are, we know what he's good at, but we're not using him, so... You know, I feel sorry for the lad in a way, but there's <coughs> no point sitting on the bench, you know. He's made a bit noises on about and going to over to Italy, if, whether it was true and all that. Would we get 90 million back for him? It's been very, very hard. I'd say if we did, we'd, uh, we'd be lucky, but I can't see it. I do I think we'd sign someone. I think he might be looking at someone, but have we got the money? We've got to sell before we buy. Mm -hmm. That's a rumour, you know, oh, but... bloody hell. <laughs> there you go. Let's get... We'll We're going to be flying through these calls today. Yes. Now, I was about to say, Damian's on the line. He's not on the line. It's Damien. Damien, uh, what's your thoughts, please? I wish he was on the line. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Damien. You okay, mate? Yeah, I'm fine. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can, can hear, hear you nice and absolutely perfect. What do you want to say, mate? Um, I don't want to talk about Lukaku, and I certainly don't want to talk about Rooney. Okay, so what do you um, want to say? <laughs> um, I just want to, like, just stick to a few facts about about the club. I don't want us to... Um, I don't want us to forget or take what's going on lightly. You know, there's, like, we have... Uh, Jose said that the performance on um, Sunday was a good performance with mistakes, but we didn't have a shot on target. That's, that's, <laughs> that's our manager. That's a fact. He laments about investment, but, you know, 75 for Lukaku, 40 for Matic, who's paying 50 million for Fred, whatever we're paying Sanchez. You know, th there has been money there. Don't get me wrong, I know that the board are a massive, and the owners are a massive problem to this club, because they're only... It's like, all of a sudden, we've got money to spend in January, because we need to, you know, keep us in the top four, so that we, you know, we're speculating to accumulate. We're not... We're not spending money for the manager we're not spending money for the fans we're spending money for future sponsorship deals and then it's like the performance at the weekend was not even as bad as the performance last year at old trafford mm -hmm. and then so it's there's like, no improvement the improvement from what well the team you, you know, said you said the performance last year wasn't as good so you're saying there's no improvement now well, I've, I've, no, there's, there was no improvement in that game. I'm just trying to stick to facts. Instead of mm. trying to just say, oh, this is my opinion on this, this is my opinion on that, I just want to... So what do you think needs to change, uh, Damien? God, how long have you got? It's like... About 30 seconds. Like most things in life, it's never just one thing. It's, it's it, you know, this Roy Keane called it ages ago, didn't he, when, when, the, when the Glazers took over. I'm just trying to, I couldn't actually answer you in what, in, in what Okay, well done. David, David, listen, we're here every Thursday, six or seven, and when we got the answer, uh, you give us a bell, yeah? Okay. Cheers, Damien, for the call. Uh, this is a full-time Devils takeover. If you're trying to get through, give us a call. 0345. Thank you very much, Damien. Yeah, I, could, I could get the gist of what he was yeah, saying. Yeah. What he was saying was, let's just talk facts, because a lot of people come out, we hear the manager's comments about what he hasn't got or what he needs, but he did say that was a good performance, mm -hmm. bar yeah, the yeah, mistakes. Yeah, yeah. But even if you take out those mistakes, we still only had one shot on target, and we still... Only would have scored thanks to a penalty. So that's the point that they made. Yeah, like, what is going on? That's not right. What does need to change? Is it the case that the board now we've had, uh, we'll speak about this a little bit later, but Ed Woodward had an investor call 
um, I think today or in the last 24 hours at least. And some of the comments that he made from that are... I'm gonna, I was going to say worrying. The comments aren't worrying. It was very strange, Adam. But the amount of times we hear similar comments is worrying because it's almost like Ed Woodward tells the fans what they want to hear whilst Mm. doing otherwise. Mm -hmm. But, Mr. Ed Woodward, us as fans aren't stupid. You can't pull the wool over our eyes, so we can see what's going on and we want you guys to give a call. We've got Scottish Stewart on the line. We've got Jonathan on the line. We want you guys to get on the line. Call us on 0345 117625. He's got it. I finally learned the number as well. We can get one more in before the break. Let's get Jonathan in. Jonathan, mate, you're on Full Time Devils Takeover. What do you want to say? Hi, mate. Um, I spoke to you a couple of weeks ago when you had Gaz on. I don't know if you remember, it was about Lukaku. We don't really remember which one Gaz is on. It's all a blur. <laughs> but yeah, it was just about Lukaku, really. I mean, I just I just think um, from the last time I called you, we played Bournemouth and we played Juventus. And um, I was saying, obviously, like, I think it's better if you play Sanchez up top and play Martial and Rashford with him, or you can sort that about in terms of positions if you like. But I just think we play a much better brand of football when they play. And to sort of prove the point, I mean, if, you, if you think about it now, if, if you look at, say, Pogba and Lukaku are two most expensive buys, I think, off, off the top of my head. Pogba's had a fairly mixed time at United. And if we put Pogba up for sale tomorrow, we'd at bare minimum, we'd get what we paid for him. We'd mm. probably get a profit. If we put Lukaku up for sale tomorrow, we'd be lucky if we got half our money back. <laughs> how much you put? How much no you think you'll cost, no Jonathan? No, no. I think, I think you got a point. I think you got a point. How much yeah. do you think you cost? Like forty mil? We paid seventy-five, didn't we? I reckon yeah. for a start, the caliber of club that would buy him would mm, be that's again, what I was like, about to ask. Yeah. Someone like that. Who, who would? Who would come in? Mm. Sorry, say again. Just talking about who would come in, what club would come in for him? Because you know the, the caliber of club, not not a world class club, would. Would we think would go in for for Lukaku? So you're looking at what mid table club? Yeah, you're talking about mid table in the Prem, or you might be talking about someone who's just a, a bit off the top. Like if you're looking in Spain, for example, it might be a, a Valencia or a Seville, someone like that. They're the sort of clubs he's going to go to. So I mean, that in itself just shows the calibre of Lukaku, which it's not his fault. I mean, we bought him. He's he's not sort of forced us to buy him. We bought him, and so- we've overpaid. And we've bought a player who shouldn't really be at United. He's not United calibre. So, Jonathan... Now, I don't want to... Yeah, go on. Sorry, mate. Did, so, when we, when you hear rumours about Alexis Sanchez after we've just tried him in that front role a couple of times, now I know they are only rumours, yeah. but do they worry you that we'd potentially let him go? If we're letting him go to accommodate... Not to accommodate Lukaku, but if we're letting him go and we're going to continue with Lukaku, then... That in itself concerns me, but at the same time, obviously, if any player ever wants to leave United, then then let mm. him go because if you don't appreciate being at a club like United, then fair play. And to be honest, who's going to take on Sanchez with four hundred grand a week wages? <laughs> Someone in China. And, 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 and we got him. We got him for nothing. So if we sold him and, and got money in for him, I'm not really concerned about Sanchez. One, the last thing I really wanted to say just about Lukaku, and um, I'm not going to drop anyone in it, but. I've, I've heard from a, a good friend of mine is, is a friend with a United player. I'm not going to say the player's name, but apparently in the camp now, they know that when it comes to Lukaku, they can't play football with him. And there's been a situation whereby during the World Cup, 
there was messages exchanged between like City players who played for Belgium and United players and who was at England's camp, etc. And they were saying the, the Belgian players apparently have said that they've got to the point, because obviously they've played with him for a long time in comparison to United players. And they've got to the point where they realise that they can't use him in build-up playing. They can't play one-twos with him and stuff. So they try as best they can to only give him the ball when it gets to a point where they can just shoot on goal. <laughs> well, Jonathan, mm. thank you very much for that call, mate. Uh, that was probably the last call of this section. Now, if you're watching uh, live on YouTube, you've got about uh, three minutes to answer this question. Also, if you're in the car, 0345 one seven six two five. I want to get your calls in uh, nice and early if that's good. Are you ready for this? You ready? You ready? Yeah, go on. Are you ready, Adam? You well, always I, I, give it a bit of stuff. Danny Welbeck scored on his league debut By the way, Stoke. I know he's at Arsenal now, but get... <laughs> You get well soon, Danny. You always know Chris by doing this. Shut up, Chris. Danny Welbeck scored on his league debut in 2008 against Stoke, but who set him up? This is excess Manchester and full-time devils would who, love who, you. Who finds these? Who set him up? Me and Chris, every uh, weeknight we come around and have a sleepover. Uh, get in the comment section <laughs> as well if you're watching you on together. YouTube. Uh, we're going to go uh, to a little break and we'll be right back after this. <laughs> This is the Manchester Football Social Full Time Devils Takeover. Welcome back to the Full Time Devils Fan Phone in the International Special. We are talking so much today. Ramalu Lukaku, we've been discussing. We've got Rooney to speak about. Video assistant referees, and of course, answering your calls and your questions as well. We've got a special topic for the final part of the show as well, which you'll find out about very, very soon. But for now, we are talking. V-A-R. Oh, now, wonderful. Can before can we go to that. Sorry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to do yeah, the answer. Yeah, before we go to that. Sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. <laughs> Joe's got the answer to the question. Yeah, it was very simple. So we're talking about Danny Welbeck and he's scoring on his debut. In fact, it was in 2008 against Stoke. Um, who set him up? Uh, Webby might have had a look on, uh, <laughs> on my own phone. Go on then, Webby. What is it? Manucho. Manucho. <laughs> with a classic centre forward. With a brilliant 2 1 pass, it says it. Now, if you are already a menger, member sorry, of the uh, their full time Devils WhatsApp channel, then you would have already had that answer. The link is in the description on the YouTube video. Um, and if you're listening on the radio, head over to YouTube, find that link. If you're on the WhatsApp channel, you would have got that information. And as part of the honest day stuff, just like Tadiwa, might be Ralph Abdi. All did on the Mega. YouTube comments. Do that. Um, before, I know you want to talk VAR, but there is a Scottish man on the phone that might want to rant a bit. Should we get Scottish Stewart on and then talk VAR? Yeah, right. get him on. Number two. Scottish Stew. The mic is yours, baby. Oh, is that 999? <laughs> 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 Scottish Stewart, how are you, mate? Well, not good, mate. I'm about to jump in this ship canal. I've got a bottle of whiskey clutch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you'll see me. You'll see me down there if you're jumping in, Stuart. Later. Oh, I tell you what, mate. Hey, and about another thirty bloody thousand dollars, I think. But oh. I don't know. I mean, it's just. Oh, ooh. I mean, I went down on Saturday. I got a ticket. I was in the city, and no, couldn't get in the United. <laughs> I bet your voice um, gave you away. <laughs> so. um I went in the uh, went in the city and like you know and uh, it was not a bad atmosphere in there on Saturday, believe it or not. Um, but um, I just look when I seen the lineup on Saturday, I me personally I was happy with that front three. I wanted that. I wanted Rashid Lingard Martial with the pace and try and get in the channels of City and, and, and probe him in the channels. I told Alan about it in between in behind that full area and your centre half. Get him in them playing them quick ball 
in there. But the trouble you've got is you've got to hold your hands up. What I witnessed here on Saturday is one of the best teams I've seen play this kind of football in the Premier League. It's never been seen before. It hasn't. We had the great Arsenal team, the Invincibles. It's more of a counter-attackive team. Sir Alex built a very British style of play with two out-and-out wingers. You don't see wingers anymore like that now. This what what City played reminded me very much when we played Barcelona at Wembley under Sir Alex in the final. It's very similar. And you can't you, you can't you get near them. It's, it's, it's easier said than done. Let's go and have a go. It's bloody hard. It's like when you're getting in a ring with Mike Tyson, you think you've got half a chance, I'll, I'll beat him. And you get in there and you think, oh, they take you on a carousel and you come off it, does he? <laughs> I think Sir Alex said that once. It's hard getting near them. Even the two centre halves, um, Stones and Laporte, they were playing like, what? I really studied that game on Saturday. I really, and I watched them a lot. I watched us, but I studied them as well. Sometimes I can go to a game and really rose tinted glasses on them watching Manchester United, but I, I, I couldn't help but study them because they had that much of the bloody ball. You've got to watch them. And the two centre halves are playing like midfield players. They're, they're like midfield players, the, the way they, they come into midfield. Now, Scott, Scott uh, sorry, Stu. Stu, yeah. Stu, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing, we, we all thought this when Arsenal went on beat and we all thought this when Roman Abramovich came into town around 2005 and Mourinho was, was winning league titles for Chelsea. But one thing United always do is rise to the challenge that's been set. And at the moment, it kind of feels like the manager, the club, the owners, everyone's kind of just say accepting that City are too good. Like, that's not the way we should be going, surely. You, you, you know, you got to remember, Sir Alex is in charge here. You know, yeah, that, not, that you is know, the difference. You know, there's a big difference. We've got a manager here now who I keep hearing, who's this boy Housen? He's one of your guys. <laughs> I tell you what, he talks a lot of rubbish this day. <laughs> he keeps going on about, he keeps saying about um, Mourinho's not buying the players and all this lot. I'm sorry, but I'm not having that now. I've got to have my piece on this. He's spent, he's had enough time. So he's very lucky to have had three years in charge at Manchester United Football Club. Man, the fellow managers got, got the sign, he got them promoted. Managers nowadays are lucky if you get 18 months. He's had three years, right? And he's had a lot of cash to spend. And, alright, apart from the Pogba signing, if it was a commercial signing, I take that. But these other players he brought in, the likes of Lakuku when he bought them. I thought he was trying to build a very Chelsea-style team. Lukaku like the Drogba style up front. Matic in the middle like the Makaleli. Given that strong spine in the middle of the team, what Mourinho's always kind of built his teams like that. And the, and, and if Pogba was a commercial signing, well, he's, when, we was at, when he was at Juventus, he looked a bloody good player to me. So he's had the players, he's had the money. Uh, there's this notion that he's not been backed and all that. Well, mm. I think he has been backed. He's bought those players. Yeah, yeah. Stu, Stu, thank you very much for your daily update, weekly update. Sorry, on, Stu, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. We we'll right. see you we shouldn't just be accepting that. No. I know City are fantastic at the moment, but we should not be accepting that. And when you look at the likes of Raheem Sterling, when you look at the likes of Leroy Sane, and then you see how good they are playing. We have players that potentially are as good or if not better than that. So I don't think the gap is that big as people like to seem to think yeah. it is. I think we can easily bridge that gap. Of course, we need a few signings, but it's not just signings that are going to fix this. It's hard work on that training pitch. And at the moment, 
it all feels like we're just accepting this. Well, it was, and, and Stuart raised a good point. It was Ferguson was in charge when, you know, you say all these threats came into Manchester United and Arsenal and Chelsea, and he made sure that his United team were always fighting on the front foot to be the champions. Now, Mourinho comes in, <clears> and last season he says getting second was one of his proudest achievements. So why not in the Jeez. summer does he not work hard as possible to make sure his his next achievement is winning the Premier League instead of coming second and saying it's still one of his career highlights? That is that is the mentality of the manager we have now. With Ferguson would never sit in a press conference in front of the media and say coming second was the one of the best things he's done with the Premier Leagues in his in, in his back catalogue. Of course, we want your calls on VAR yeah. today because as a Manchester United, I think back to. 2009-10, Drogba scoring offside goal. We would have been champions if it wasn't for that. Oh. The last-minute goals in our history, they would have been stopped by VAR <laughs> because you would have been gooning it is. and then you would have been, oh, yeah. well, what's going on? Is That's it, is the it, downside, it, it, isn't it? So, do you agree with VAR or not? We want your calls on that. And also today, a similar tone to the, the, the things that Stuart was saying and we're saying about Manchester United raising and rising their level to the city... Woodward had his investor call um, in the last 24 hours and some of the things that he came out with are what we want to hear but worry me because we hear it far too often. Now, the pure numbers side, wages are up by £7.1 million, which is a 10% increase. The debt still stands at £247.2 million. And he also said Manchester United are on course to sell out all Premier League games to members, which is incredible because it shows there's still demand there despite the fact Manchester United are sitting outside that top four and probably shows where a big, big problem is <laughs> for United. Yeah, and then you look at what he said, Manchester United hope will attract and retain top players and invest in our academy as we look to drive success on the pitch that our club and fans come to expect. Now, Mr Woodward, why weren't you doing that in the summer? Why would he do that in the summer? That's the question. Oh three four five treble one seven six two five, Mister Woodward. If you are listening, <laughs> uh, there is a. I went to Brussels on the weekend, and I was there, and I just wanted to talk about. You say to mention the fans, and how the members are all buying up, buying everything up. Well, I was in a pub, and at the start of the uh, day, they had Chelsea Everton on, uh, and then all of a sudden, click of your fingers, the crowd in that pub just turned to full United. And that was the strength of United's brand. It's the strength of what United do to attract fans. But these guys were, you know, middle-aged men. And I'm saying to you now, them, them fans, the new generation, they're going to be looking over to Manchester and they're going to be looking for a football club to support in, the, in England. And who is going to pick United when you've got City just dominating for such a period of time? So if he doesn't change ways now, the future for Manchester United doesn't look as bright as if he, if, if he sticks with this mundane way of, uh, That's of very true. running things. That's very true because not everybody is like me or I don't know, maybe you guys who get passed down their football team. Yeah, they don't. Not everybody has that so I can totally People understand. around the world just pick, don't they? They pick, yeah. they go, oh, I, I like the style of play they play over there. They pick I'm who's on pick top, them. don't they? That's what they do. So if something doesn't change soon, United don't get back on top. All this member stuff and all the tourism coming to Old Trafford, it might... Yeah, that don't mean nothing to us. That don't mean nothing to, to us. Yeah. yeah, it means to the club because obviously... The, the club, as we said, they've got to finish in the top four. You know, as it will, start affect future revenue. Mm. So then they've got to look at it now. Well, you come to say January with, with six or seven still in the league. Will we go big? Will we throw money at it to get us in that top? I don't be coming top four. No. I don't be coming first. Exactly. Every single season, in every competition. Now, our owners, love them or hate them, 
as the brand we, we now known as, they're quite happy about fourth. Yeah. I'm not. Can can we just rescind that love them bit, please? Thank you. Well, man. some people do love them, unfortunately. <sighs> Should we go to a couple of callers and we go have a break? Absolute mentalists. Anyway. Well, who are we going to call, yeah? <laughs> We're going to go call. I forgot what I was doing. Melvin, number one. Melvin. He's been on hold for a little while. Hello, Melvin, mate. Hello, lad. Are you Melvin. doing well? All right, pal. Get stuck into your point, What mate. do you want to talk about, Melvin? Oh, well, basically, um, it's a Mourinho thing. Yeah. I believe, I believe he's, I wouldn't say the right man for the job, but when you look in the football world, who else can come in, you know? I believe that if we keep chopping and changing... We'll turn into that type of club, and we don't really want that. I think we need to, especially Ed Woodward, he needs to back Mourinho. In 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 regards to his signings, I understand. I hold my hand up and say he probably isn't the best. But you look at um, Pep Guardiola. Pep Guardiola brought in a whole load of, of players after Euro 2016. And you look at their squad now, you kind of think, like, where are they all? And they're not really there, so it's that thing where Pep is ruthless when it comes to transfers and and making decisions. And I, I, I think us as United fans were kind of judgmental when we do that with Mourinho because if you look at Mourinho, he's doing the exact same things. Of course, Bailly and, and Lindelof are his signings, but we don't really know what's what the dealers then. So we just kind of need to like I say back him. You know, get behind him because all this Mourinho out, realistically, who are we actually going to bring in? Cheers, uh, Melvin. Big call. Now, I don't agree with you keep someone just because there's no one else to bring in. I think that's a bit mm. bit daft. Mm. But some people think at home that he should be. I think after his first 18 months, he deserves to be given a time to get it right. But it has to be a lot better than it is. And I asked the people at home, and I asked you guys here, if this was Real Madrid, if this was Barcelona, if this was even Chelsea, would he still be in a job? It was go whoever you Yeah, go no, you'd find he wouldn't be in a job. You know, he's looking at his first season, he got a bit of silverware, you know, and then but like not to back him at the start of the season, he'd already had enough money. But I was shocked as many reds that he never got backed. You know, he was going about a centre and a half and he'd bought two or three. You know, obviously, didn't fancy him, but he'd bought him, so he was stuck with him. Thought it was strange, still think it's strange. Will he get back to in January? I think it's what position we're going to be in. You know, we have got to get a top four. We cannot afford to be playing Thursday, Sunday, you know, which was an absolute joke. And we, well, luckily, we got away with it in, in the end, mm -hmm. that we qualified for the Champions League by winning the Europa League. But they're not going to back him the board. The summer was a massive... Uh, for Jose in the club and he never, never backed him one bit I was so shocked that he never walked and then the Juventus came by not bringing any subs on trying to tell the board my subs aren't good enough hang on Jose you bought half of them mate <laughs> you know what I mean train him on the pitch because they're good enough yeah, I think that says more about him than the board if you can't make a substitution because Fellaini isn't there, yeah, but that's I'm a you this. problem and not a board yeah, problem. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm thinking he's making a point by not making a Yo, substitution. Yo, I agree with you. We, 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 we spoke agree. sometimes after match and we've said, tried some old substitutions with strange today, still couldn't get me head around it three or four weeks later. But not to make a sub that match when we're chasing the game was very, very strange, you know. Mm. Bring the young kid on for five minutes, let him run at him. Mm. What's the point of pulling him out of the under-19s game but, and you're not putting him on when you're chasing the game? So it's, I agree with some of the lads' points, it's, it's massive, but would he be at Barcelona, Real Madrid or Chelsea? 
at his current point where he's now, no, he won't be. Now, someone just, I know people are going to be at home saying, so you want to be like Chelsea. That is not what I'm no. saying. What I'm saying is, yes, we've had managers that are, are their longevity is huge and, and Sir, Sir Matt Busby and Sir Alex Ferguson, you look at those. But the average length of time for a manager at Manchester United, when you take those out of the equation, is about four or five years. So, mm. I, so I think those managers give people the illusion that Manchester United give loads of time to their managers. Yeah. When I'm suggesting that maybe Jose Mourinho has been given that time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and okay. the money. And should, the money. Should we just quickly go to, I think he's called Everton. I think number two, line two is called Everton. From Jamaica, From Jamaica, Jamaica. But he's a United fan. Everton, is that your real name? Yes, 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 young man. Yes. <laughs> so you really called yeah. Everton? Of course. Oh, lovely, mate. So what do you want to say, though? You're not happy, are you? Well, blessed. Hear, hear me good and proper. I've, I've, I've seen when Flex and Rants is speaking, I've seen a lot of deluded idiots come and speak to them, and they're clueless about football activities and the formation and all this kind of business. You get where I'm coming from, bruv? Okay, but what do you want, mate? What I actually want to see, we want to see the attacking elements of the game. Um, it don't have to be exactly like what Alex Ferguson was doing, but similar blueprints of that kind of nature considering the players that is at the club at this moment there are more attacking options of players and looking at the age groups and seeing the clubs where they're coming from and we're not fools we're not deluded we're not dusted and and to think that we hear so many deluded con conferences of, of mouthpiece of human beings coming saying this and saying that. It's a it's whole load of bull. Yes, <laughs> Everton, Everton, I want to thank you very much for giving us the call. When he me. said conferences then, I, I, know, I was, stumbled in the first that bit. That nearly got I it. nearly had a heart attack. Right, I want to ask you a little question before we go to What did you think he was going to say? Oh, I oh, couldn't tell you. Uh, this is the question, is core. It is, uh, who in our current side would get into uh, the last league title winning side of 2012-13 Fergie's last side so what players in the current squad will get into Fergie's title winning side 2012-2013 uh, more calls and uh, that debate coming up right after this this is the Manchester Football Social full-time Devils takeover yeah. it's the final part of the full-time Devils fan phoning for today it's been an absolute cracking show so far and we're going to give you another final bit which is going to be amazing now amazing. the question before we went to the break was which players from this current squad would get into the 2012-13 Manchester United team so the rules for this are obvious okay so when you think of that 12-13 team that means Scolzi is the Scolzi that hardly played and was on his way mm -hmm. out. That means, you know, Vidic yeah, yeah, it wasn't was on his way out. And eight Vidic and yeah. Ferdinand as well. So who's your team? Who, which, which players made it into your team from oh, this current side? It's difficult. I'm not very much down, but obviously we start with David De Gea. Uh, David De Gea will be staying. I mean, but you suggested that you could sort of change it. Because this De Gea or last De Gea? Uh, this De Gea. Yeah. Obviously this De Gea. Um, now, the difficulty was for me is between... 
Ferdinand and Vidic and which one on that season played the biggest part and which one I would like to keep because I do think appearance wise it was real okay appearance wise for for the experience and for the knowledge and for the hardship I would rather see Vidic in the squad because I saw that game uh, on the weekend and you see someone like Sterling trying to take the mick whereas I believe that if Vidic was on the pitch that wouldn't have been the case don't you remember what Torres used to do to Vidic pace Sterling would do the same. But anyway, that's your team. Yeah, that's my team. Uh, and then it's uh, Udo bring in as well in the centre-back. I've gone for Bailly. Um Now, De Silva, I, I don't know if I'm still... Because the, the worry is that... All right, get through the team. Go on. All right, go on. Uh, Webber, you do the midfield. I've done the stun the back. Well, I've gone... I've gone uh, Who's oh. your left-back ever, Shaw? Yeah. Uh, Shaw. Shaw. Shaw, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's good. Midfield, what do we have on that there? Canic, Nana. Hey. Oh, Nanny on his day. So play. which players from this current team have made it into yours? I've just got Shaw uh, and Big Paul. That's two. I've got Shaw, Pogba and Marshall. Hey. And De Gea. And De Gea. Yeah, Shaw, exactly. Pogba, Marshall and De Gea. In my team, I had yeah. David De Gea, mm -hmm. uh, 2018, Eric Bailly, uh, Luke Shaw, my, uh, Paul Pogba and Anthony Martial. I do think, though, this team managed by Sir Alex Ferguson would be better than United's title oh, winning side of 2012. Well, I, big call. Big call. You know, you, what do you guys think at You all? could be right because anything by Sir Alex Ferguson you imagine Van Persia playing mm. the way it is now. Imagine Fergie had Martial and Rashford and Pogba and Van Persia. all that. Oh, God. Should we get through to James? He's been on the phone I for quite you, a while. Hello, James. Through to the full-time Devils takeover, mate. You alright fellas, what are you saying? I'm good mate, what do you want to talk about? Basically I wanted to call today because I'm talk, I talk about Mourinho like, I think like recently like, um, I think the criticism like, I must admit our league position and the City result against on the weekend wasn't great but do you think the criticism has been too unfair when we compare other managers in the Premier League, for example Klopp who's a specialist in failure um, and other managers if they don't get the results they get, they get the time and stuff like that. But if Mourinho loses, you know, it's seen as, um, ex it's seen as extreme. And if we actually compare the City results uh, to previous results, you know, the Juventus game, um, we could have ended it 3-1 and we would have blown, in, arguably, in my eyes, the best team in Europe at the moment out of the water. The Chelsea result, that felt like a loss. And I'm thinking... If we're doing so bad, then how are we playing decent, maybe not decent football, but convincing football against big teams? Um, then, like, for me, like, yeah, we can crit critique our manager and stuff like that, but do you not think that with the way that people like Graham Sooners and that are going in on the manager, it's a bit unfair if we're not going to give the same criticism to Klopp or someone like Pochettino, for example, this season didn't start off too well and you didn't hear anything. James, it's like? simple. Manchester United are the biggest football club in the world. <laughs> no, but... No, but what... United have... Devils bingo, take yeah, a but, shot. Yeah, no, but the United have minus him. goal difference, Webby. Yeah, but... Uh, and we're sitting saying, outside of top four. How is that... No, no, that but... That deserves to get critiqued. Of course it is, but at the end of the day, if you look at the failures what Klopp's done, yeah, what? people can, you know, but what, what, what's he done at Liverpool? But Liverpool haven't won a title in 28 years. It doesn't matter what's he done yeah, since he's come there. What has, what has Klopp done? They've improved though. He's improved, yeah. They had to improve. They're better than United at the minute. So I'm not saying that. They had to improve. But he gets no season. criticism, yeah. 
Pochettino, I keep hearing this, he plays beautiful football. He's not won a bowl of soup. <laughs> Take another shot if you're playing full-time not, it was bingo. He, he's not won a bowl of soup. And I keep hearing he's, oh, he plays Keegan played great football in the 90s. What did he win? He won a ball every year on the team photograph. Never won a trophy, did he? <laughs> James, thank you very much for giving us a call, mate. Uh, we've got to get three of these rapids. You got Webby going, didn't you? We've got about three minutes left, so I'm going to get... Well, I disagree uh, still. Uh, Vinod, have I said your name right? Vinod. Yeah, hey. I do, mate. You're free to full-time devils. Yeah, uh, thank you. This is my second time, and I was wondering, like, you know, I have I have a lot to talk, but, you know, the, the time limit is less. So what is happening is I'm in the United States. The market here is very uh, new for football. Uh, they call it soccer. But there are people soccer. who watch this soccer. <laughs> they, are, they, they, they watch soccer. And, you know, uh, now at the moment when I surround myself with people who watch football, they are all, you know, either Manchester City fans or Liverpool fans. The people who have started watching football since 90s, they they are very less over here. And especially in the growing markets or the people who are the new generation, they are seeing that what, uh, all the, most of the teams nowadays are attacking teams and they are entertaining teams. And only few teams are left which have dinosaur tactics like Manchester United. So what happens, you also know that uh, people become fans of football team. It is kind of an inheritance in a family or friends mm. or something like that. So now uh, Ed Woodward and other people are very happy with the revenues. Do you think this model, this boring model of uh, pragmatic football and people like, uh, you know, getting egoistical people like Mourinho who think they are bigger than the club will help the Manchester United revenue model? Because I don't think we have 18 uh, UFR champions league but it's still we have the highest support in the world because of our legacy yeah. this is what I was saying in the Man. show the legacy is going thank you Vinod. it's like if us three just decided points, yeah, if us three just decided we're going to go uh, support a baseball team and what would be more attractive to us is, is the high you know brilliant I don't really know much about baseball but probably the better teams would catch our eye than if there was a team just playing boring baseball for a couple of uh, couple of bits I don't know why I picked baseball that was really bad of me because uh, I know nothing about baseball <laughs> Now, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I tried to get a point across. I crumbled. I think one of the Bayesian Reds that I know has, has tried to phone me on my phone thinking he's calling the show. Okay. <laughs> 0345, travel on 7625. Should we go to our <laughs> final caller, Raphael, of the show? Raphael's been on before. He's Raphael, from Botswana. love it, mate. Hello. How you doing, mate? <laughs> I'm doing right, guys. How are you doing? Very good, very oh, good. What's, right. what's your You're our final caller. <laughs> You got forty seconds. Oh, great! Uh, yeah, so uh, let me just finish up with uh, Lukaku. Um, I think uh, you know I just watched the game again, the Manchester City game, and uh, I was just watching the the second half of the game because I just wanted to uh, analyze Lukaku's performance. And of course, yeah, he was coming off the bench, but man, you know I thought people were exaggerating with his first touch thing, but. The guy is off the pace, man. I, I don't. I'm really beginning to doubt if he's really a and starting. Number I know you mean comment. another negative comment there. I felt we literally got to go. Call back. Sorry, quickly, sorry. Quickly next time. There's no time for Webby's final words. Say to it quick, Webby. Uh, international football. This Waste is full time. Enjoy your night. This is full time, Devils. Access Manchester. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.